When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blue Kool-Aid drinker, it's Big Z here. Uh, the Lions facing off against a familiar foe, Matt Stafford. Traveling to L.A. this weekend, the Lions are big, big underdogs. We're going to be breaking down this game. Uh, Taylor Decker not practicing, T.J. Hawkinson not practicing. Taylor Decker, who knows when he's going to come back. T.J. Hawkinson, uh, knee issue, this has been a recurring thing. Then he always ends up suiting up on Sunday. Those are two big injuries. I don't think we got into that in the podcast, unfortunately. But just wanted to note that. Um, but t- Taylor Decker, what'd you do to your hand? Jesus. It's like you got run over by a car or something. Anyways, uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we have Kid J, our producer, entering the lion's den. Uh, so <laughs> don't worry. We'll get into all of it. So just sit back, relax, grab your Kool-Aid, get ready for Matt Stafford playing against the Lions for the first time since he left. Grab your Kool-Aid. Time for the puck. This is Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid. We're lifelong Lions fans. Bob. All right, let's go, Lions fans. The Jared Goff era has begun. Connor. Hey, let's bite some kneecaps. Detroit versus everybody, baby. UJ. A new era in Detroit has begun, people. So get on the train or get left behind. Rudd Dog. This is going to be an unprecedented era of Detroit Lions respect. And I'm Big Z. It's a new era of Detroit Lions football. It's going to be one hell of a season. We'll be drinking the blue Kool-Aid with Dan Campbell all year long. Predictions, thoughts, reactions, everything we got to hear. Sit back, relax, and grab your Kool-Aid, fans. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back and ready for week seven of the NFL season. That's right, week seven already. Time is just flying by um, this season, uh, for better or for worse, uh, probably for worse and for our sake so far. But either way, we will be drinking the Kool-Aid still. And before we get into this game where we are reuniting against Matt Stafford, Let's get to the uh, Blue Kool-Aid crew. We got two-fifths, or three-fifths of them here. So I'm Big Z. Then we got Bob. Hello there. And Connor. Howdy. All right. And we'll, we'll uh, in a little bit, to get into the Lions then, where we have a special guest, our producer, Kid J, uh, that we mentioned frequently in this podcast. That he, and he's chiming every once in a while, but now he's going to be entering Lions himself. So, I mean, it's a whole new ball game. Yeah, for him, but... I, I kind of feel for him. It's going to be tough uh, entering the Lions. <laughs> a scary place to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that in a moment. But before we do, um, let's just talk about um, this upcoming game a little bit. And, I mean, it's the obvious. It, the Lions traveling to L.A. Uh, and facing Matt Stafford. I, I think this is the, the clear number one storyline. Um, and I, I guess number two or one yeah. B, if you're Jared Goff, at least, is maybe a revenge game for him or try to play good against his former team. Sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that might be the and uh, 
I don't know if you guys saw Sean McVay's comments. He's, he commented in the offseason, too, about how he didn't like the way the that he handled the trade. I don't think he minded the trade, honestly. Maybe he could have handled yeah. it publicly a little better. I think, I think. Initially, he was just so excited to get Stafford. Yeah. He, he kind of forgot to be nice <laughs> yeah. to Goff. <laughs> right. I think that's what he means, I, yeah. No one regrets that trade. I don't, think he, I don't think he cared about Goffer's feelings being traded, uh, honestly. I just think maybe the way it was publicly handled could have been better. <laughs> but Because yeah. I, I, I don't think there was anybody happier this offseason than Sean McVay getting Matt Stafford into his offense, where he has 16 touchdowns and four interceptions. Uh yeah. Both like and he's and he's setting like career marks uh, for uh, yeah. so far in this season and <laughs> and he looks great in this offense. Uh, you got Cooper Cup, um, Van Jefferson, Robert Woods. Well, he refuses to line. use in fantasy. Who Robert Woods? I drafted Robert Woods and Cooper Cup's been getting all the points this year. Robert, yeah, I mean Robert Woods had a big Thursday night game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I drafted Cooper Cup, so I'm happy. Um, and I, and we, I think a lot of us want a Cooper Cup uh, in the draft uh, a few years ago, too. And yeah, I wish that he would have come over in that Stafford trade to the Lions. That that would have been helpful. But uh, nice to have a receiver on the team. Yeah. But. Anyways, uh, so th- this is a fascinating matchup. I mean, wh- how are you guys going to feel about watching uh, Stafford on the other team uh, going against the Lions? Now, I know we've watched them on Sunday night and stuff like that, but now he's actually going against our team, the the Detroit Lions. Well, uh, how, how, are you gonna are you gonna be kind of like if he makes a good play, like good for him? Or are you gonna be like f you? I, I want to win. I, I mean, I, I want to win. I think, but let's be real. Yeah, we're right. we're the last, you know, on win one win team in the in football, and I mean Stafford's probably gonna put on a show. So I think you just gotta Connor. You gotta put Connor. What Connor? Connor, you promised to our listeners I will. that you would convince us that we will beat the Rams. I will. I don't like that. Oh, yeah. That's, that's right coming now. later in the pod, but please. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Stafford's going to put on a show. That doesn't mean he's going to win. He's going to put on a show. So you, and that's okay. okay. You can you can be happy about that, but still root for the Lions. It's not like – I don't think there's a conundrum here, personally. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I personally – I. As you guys know from past pods, I'm a huge Matthew Stafford fan, my all-time favorite Lion. Right. So I'm, I'm I'm happy I, for his success, but I obviously Lions fan first, so I want us to win the game. So I don't know. It's going to be mixed feelings, like you said. I mean, I, I still love watching Stafford play, but it's going to suck uh, getting a beatdown from him, But uh, which could happen. Well, see well a, a beatdown is projected by Vegas, I can tell you that much. The Lions are 14.5-point underdogs this weekend. <laughs> Traveling to L.A. And actually, you know what? They're not even the biggest underdogs this weekend, surprisingly. Uh, the biggest underdogs is actually the Texans in Arizona. They are 17.5-point underdogs. That's wow. like a that's like Alabama against Mississippi State last weekend type. Yeah, spread. right. That's college stuff, man. Uh, the C spreads like this in the NFL. There's three double-digit underdogs this week. The Lions at L.A. Rams. The Bears at Tampa Bay and the Texans at Arizona. So some really big spreads this weekend. Um, but I mean, the way the Lions played last week, it's hard not to uh, see why the line is what it is. Yeah. I, I mean, what it's... do you, what 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 do you guys think is our what do we need to do to succeed in this game? Is it run the ball, keep that staffer off the field as long as possible? 
I've clamored for that last week, and we went the opposite way with it. So I, I don't know what our game plan is. And maybe, maybe Jared Goff will show Sean McVay, hey, I can throw it twenty yards. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe I doubt I it. I think the game the plan play. is Goff remembers that he was a number one overall pick, and he decides to act like it. And there, we win in a shootout. That's the only way we win. I think. Yeah. <laughs> a shootout. Wow. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. It's gonna be. Uh, I think. Yeah. You gotta hmm. stop Stafford somehow you know limit limit what they're doing in the passing game and we have to run the ball but i'm hoping like that goff will step up like you say revenge match because i know he's not too happy with mcveigh uh, despite his public uh you know saying how he loves mcveigh as a coach and all that stuff right i i think uh the way they did handle it from goff's perspective was not that great and i think uh hopefully he'll use that anger and channel it uh, to some quality offensive plays and hopefully take some chances, you know, force the ball downfield a little bit. Definitely. And I don't, I don't know if you guys, uh, I, I believe I sent you a, a video of a breakdown of Sewell in this last game against the Bengals and how he played. Uh, it was a breakdown by Brandon Thorne, a really good Twitter follow uh, that breaks down offensive linemen. He's breaking down offensive rookies and he had Sewell film. And if you watch that uh, again, Brandon Thorne is the guy's name. Uh, I'd recommend you looking it up. We also retweeted that on our Twitter feed at Drinking Lines. Just want to mention it. But um, anyways, uh, he was more. It was a film about Sewell, but he's way more critical of Goff in the film than he really was about <laughs> Sewell because Goff would drift back. He drifts back like 10, 12 yards and makes it really hard for an offensive lineman, uh, to block a defensive end because when you drift back 10, 12 yards, that that's much more straight line to the quarterback than like a typical six, seven even eight yard drop uh, like uh, you would see a Tom Brady usually do. So th- that's a little concerning for me as well. That when you see and hear that in a film breakdown by an NFL expert, <laughs> sometimes yeah. we don't recognize that, but that, that's a, that adds to the concern about uh, the way Goff's playing and maybe they're ca- hopefully they catch it on film or something, but uh, there's a lot of concerns about Goff. Uh, yeah. We, I'm th- kind of seeing now what, what the Rams, you know, we're talking yeah. about getting rid of them because we're seeing the the shortcomings of Goff and like how Stafford's a step up from that. And uh, for I, sure, I'm, I'm hoping uh, it's weird because Goff, when when everything's right with him, when when the line's blocking, when he's got time, like in the first couple games, he can be pretty effective and and yeah. and place the ball pretty well. But when things start to go bad, his balls start to drift high, and he's forcing throws uh, that a little off off. You know, just things aren't right with him. Absolutely. Well, gentlemen, I know somebody that's all too familiar with the Jared Goff experience, and that is our producer, Kid J, and he will now be entering the lion's den. Kid J, welcome to Thank- Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid and entering the <laughs> lion's den. Me. Thanks uh, for having me. Thanks for having me. You crazy bastard for entering in here. <laughs> yeah. I know you're a Rams fan, and people are like, why is a Rams fan producing our, you know, especially a, a podcast where we drink the blue Kool-Aid, uh, but, you know, he, he's this is my twin brother, <laughs> and uh, he's really good at all this editing stuff, and first of all, thank you for editing, but that's where the thanks ends. Now, it, um, now you know, let's get into it a little bit here. So, the Lions, I, I, I know, big underdogs going to LA. First of all, You've been on the here before, so we don't need to ask typical questions. We get into it a little more, but since you you were there listening to hear us talk about Jared Goff, 
What do you, I mean, what do you think about Jared Goff? What was your experience like with him as your Rams quarterback, and how is it now with Matt Stafford? I think though, so Jared Goff, his um, I think he uh he was not like he. I think he's more. I think Jared Goff was he's he's a quality quarterback. I think, and uh, I think um, as time went along and he kept making more mistakes and kept making the same mistakes over and over and over again, Sean McVay really lost his trust in him and what kind of mistakes just like a lot just interceptions he constantly turned he constantly fumble he led the league in i think fumbles last year he, he already fumbled the a, a ton last year and he's still fumbling again this year a lot of people think that's because he's got tiny hands but uh <laughs> i love that i've heard that I've we have mentioned that. that on the pod before yeah, yeah. and uh that hasn't really changed this year so i think that's why i think the i think sean mcveigh could have saw like where where the offense could have went with matt stafford and you know, there's that famous like story about them meeting in Cabo and like them getting to like getting getting to know each other and like you know kind of hatching the idea of the trade happening and stuff like that. And I think once uh once Stafford went to um the Rams, they really unlocked this like whole big deep ball that they've had. Like um they've had like mel- multiple gigantic plays like you know Van Jefferson and like Deshaun Deshaun Jackson and like not too too well quite yet, but it's like really unlocked like a whole different part of the offense and. I think kind of what you're seeing it with uh, the with seeing with the Lions this year is kind of like what the what the Rams kind of saw with Jared Goff with like obviously like less without as good as co- good at coaching. So, all right, all right, fair enough. Very uh, diplomatic response there. Yes, very good, very good. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so we don't want you know we don't want to get too comfortable here. So I just got to ask why. Why are you still rooting? For, I know you started rooting for this team when they were in St. Louis and you like the greatest show on turf and blah, 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 blah. But now that this team moved to L.A., uh, a, a city nobody likes to visit, um, at, at a fan base that's not really that passionate, a fan base that doesn't really care about football too much. So why do you continue to root for this team still? I would disagree that the, pa- the fan base isn't that passionate. Uh, the, pa- the fan base is really passionate. I'm part of a lot of, like, you know, Rams and facebook groups and there's you know they're, they're selling out every game here uh you know the celebrities are coming in they're like putting on a show i think there's a big i think there's a good fan base in la um and and i uh i i still like them because you know like i was they were so bad for so many years from like you know like until like for, you know like through the jeff fisher like 500 days and like oh those are the days yeah. 500 and uh nine yeah, and seven when they were seven nine. when they were in like the early 2000 when in the late 2000s when they were picking like you know like in the top five or you know like those like three to five year stretch and they had those awful draft picks like um the james the jason uh you know like they're just had some bad draft picks and stuff so it's just like um no it's, i just want to and i'm i've liked them since i was a kid so i just wanted to stick with them you know i really i really do like support the the lines you know but um, because I produced a podcast and you know and you know all, all <laughs> <Yeah>. family, so <laughs> I do I do support the Lions, but you know I've, I the the Rams are my are my number one still. So and well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, do you guys agree? Do you guys agree with yeah. me about the LA fan base? Do you, do you think they're? Mm. I I, 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 mean, I don't get the I don't get the vibes like that. It's a football. LA has never been able to support an NFL team. Now that they have two, it's a big question mark. But I will say there does seem to be more excitement about this Rams team. There's definitely more than the Chargers at the very least. The, the, yeah. the Chargers are. The question is, the, if the the Rams are also really good, if they get bad again, is LA still going to show up to games? I don't know. We don't know. I mean, they and it's it's a lot of new fans because I live in St. Louis now, and 
a lot of my fellow citizens are suing the Rams because of the way they left the town. So Cronky's an asshole. Cronky, Cronky is not loved in St. Louis. He's a, a terrible yeah, that, person. That, that, that but, case is actually going to trial in January, so it's kind of yeah. That'll Wait. be interesting. That'll Wait, be entertaining. Can I, do the fans get paid? What? Uh, how does that work? Well, the, like, the season ticket holders. Well, and the, yeah, uh, yeah, it's a, it's yeah. He they, owns the, uh, the, the city sued the city sued the NFL for like not yeah. not leaving prop like in a graceful. Oh, okay, yeah. not, not, not ethically. Yeah, St. Louis ethically, followed ethically all the leaving. protocol. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think Cronky cares. Too it's much. really funny. Uh, <laughs> he owns a soccer team too, Arsenal. And I'm a soccer fan, and everyone in England hates him too. Like I think everywhere Kroenke goes, he's right? Just well, hated. wasn't he part of that super league they were trying to? Pull? Yeah, he was, and everyone's mm. tweeting out like Kroenke out, like trying to force him to sell Arsenal. <laughs> uh, so he's just not a good guy, it sounds like. But who knows? Yeah, doesn't he own like the Avalanche yeah, he, and the Nuggets? Yeah, he owns too? the Avalanche, he owns Nuggets, lot. and the Rapids as well. Jesus. Yeah. Where does this money come yeah, from? Yeah. What does he do? I don't know. He's it was real, like a Walmart real estate guy or something. Or something. Yeah, real estate. Yeah, something like wow. that. Hey, uh, and his wife, crazy. his wife is the heiress to Walmart. So, oh, oh yeah. there it is. There it is. Uh, so, but Bob or Connor? I, yeah, I, throw him I had on a the hot seat. Question. Yeah. I don't. I don't have a cruel question because your family oh. but I can't crush <laughs> you. But no. Uh, no, I'm just curious because you watched a lot of Lions football. Because you have a lot of Lions fans in the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, you've seen Stafford over the years. Were you excited to get Stafford, and were you glad to see Goff leave? Or oh yeah. Where, where were your emotions on that? I was absolutely excited to get Stafford. Like he, he's like such like a gamer, and um, he just has like so much like you know much more passing ability than like um Goff does. Like he was, he's still doing like no look passes. Like he, his second touchdown pass in Cooper Cup last week was a no look touchdown pass on like the sideline, and it was really oh, cool. Yeah. It's funny now the national media is finally giving him credit for that stuff. They never talked about it before there was all Mahomes doing that and now suddenly all these announcers are noticing how great Stafford is and throwing the ball right yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of article a lot of articles this off a million articles this offseason about Stafford yeah yeah um, and his like run. his like is on his like his uh chemistry with like Cooper Cup is just something that I haven't seen with any like really any really Lions receiver since maybe Kelvin Johnson because they just have like a like a massive connection they're really getting along and after that like no look past they're looking at the like the tablets on the sideline and they're like laughing and cackling and having yeah. a good time so yeah. they i don't i feel like him and golden tate had that a little bit oh yeah no that's true definitely yeah. not, not to this extent i mean him yeah. and calvin johnson was the ultimate game. connection right but yeah marvin jones i mean they had some good connections but yeah the cooper cup cooper cup one seems to be special i gotta ask in terms of just the Rams and like their season, is it Super Bowl or bust? Is that the only successful season for the Rams? I, I think so. Yeah, yeah, Super Bowl okay. or bust. They they traded you know the two first round picks and the third for Matthew Stafford. They have so much dead money and they're just like basically sainting up the uh, the cap. And uh, yeah, and, How you uh, feeling I think them? it's like Super Bowl or bust. I'm the only okay. only team I'm worried about for them is like the Cardinals, who the Lions play in a, in, in December. So yeah. Um, but uh, they beat in Detroit. Yes. Yeah, yeah. How does it feel getting fleeced by the Fords? I mean, the the Lions are going to build a dynasty out of this trade, and uh, you know, as much as we miss Stafford, you know, with our draft picks and the 
you know the new changes it's it's got to be tough for you to watch it is kind of it is kind of tough it does make the first round of the nfl draft kind of boring but uh but um but you know it's kinda, what, what yeah when's the last first round pick you've had uh, i think it was like i think seven years yeah, ago i think it was like well, yeah, it 20, jared goff it was, was probably i think it, i think it might have been jared goff actually <laughs> and because uh it's the, it's the the rams like build their team in a very different way than other teams in the nfl like they don't really care about first round picks they Trait. Was Aaron Donald before Goff? Uh, yeah, Aaron Donald was the Eric Ebron year, remember? Uh, Aaron Donald went 10. Oh, Ebron yeah. went of 10, course. and Aaron Donald went like 13th. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, oh, you're making me mad. So, Kid, Kid J, uh, let's go over this uh, Rams defense just a little bit because we haven't mentioned it yet. Uh, just, uh, you know, what, what what's going to give us problems uh, or who are we going to dominate in the middle? Like, I, I look forward to uh, Evan Brown. Locking down Aaron Donald all game. That's an easy matchup. <laughs> uh, then we got Leonard Floyd going against Matt Nelson on the right tackle. Easy matchup uh, again. Yeah, that's like, yeah, or at least a 50-50 battle. Um, then you got Sewell. Are you scared of Sewell? Tell me, tell me uh, just a little about the defense. Yeah, uh, they're they're they love to change the looks up around. They love to rotate a lot of their defensive backs and their safeties around a lot. They only have like four. I think they only have four cornerbacks on their roster. They have like six safeties and four cornerbacks on their roster. But they so they, but they love to rotate all the safeties around and love to give like different multiple looks. And their defense is built to like stop the uh, stop the um, uh, big play, which I know the Lions are not very familiar with this year. But um, hey, oh, come on, but just because you're right doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. <laughs> but they, the Rams do give up a lot of rushing yards, so that's what I'm concerned about. Is like if the Lions are able to, like you know, ah. rush consistently, I'm a bit nervous about that. But I think the Rams' pass defense and like their defensive line, and um, I think the Rams' pass defense is good enough to stop the Lions off Lions offense. I'm just worried about them if the Lions really commit to the run and get, find some success and like keep Jared and keep uh, Matt Stafford off the field. That's what I'm kind of worried about. That's what their game plan should be. I don't know if it will be that, but who knows? Probably um, won't be, but it should be. Yeah. Yes, it should be. I also, yeah, I want to see like 30 plus rushes. I don't know if it's going to happen. I want to see it though. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm just, but uh, who, who else do you have? Who do you have uh, on the opposite edge of uh, um. Leonard uh, it's, Who else it's a rota- it's a rotation between Terrell Lewis and um, Obu. I can't forget his can't forget how to say forgot us. Doesn't say matter. He's irrelevant. Yeah, he's they're like yeah. uh, they'll be locked down. They're like uh, they're, they they kind of rotate on that end, but um, they have like that little they kind of committee wrote uh, they have a little pass rush committee over there. But I think and they've gotten sacks the last couple of weeks. Like, they're playing playing pretty well alongside like uh, Leonard Floyd and Aaron Donald. So I'd be I think the I think the Rams can definitely get some sacks on on Jerry Goff, especially because he does not like to throw the ball away or he loves to stay in the pocket. So mm. yeah. And then um yes. and then uh we have like you know Jalen Ramsey, you know, he plays kind of everywhere. He plays like they right. kind of move him around everywhere. They try to keep him as close to the ball and like the slot as possible. But they do move him to the outside occasionally and then they have a uh, you know really good safety in Jordan Fuller. Who is uh who was a sixth round pick from the uh Ohio State last year and he's gained like the trust of like the coaches and stuff like that to be like the defensive play caller on the field and things like that. So Yeah. I'm oh, okay. They've, they've played okay. they played decent they played pretty well. I know they've played, they've dominated the Giants last week who are not like great, but um no. but they played decently yeah. well other than uh, outside of the uh outside of the Cardinals game. I I know the defense is kind of underwhelmed a little bit based compared to expectations but maybe that was just the cardinals game because they did play pretty good against the buccaneers uh 
And who's the starting running back now for the Rams? Uh, Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson. Okay. He's uh, like a, a yeah, third not- year back. Yeah. How's uh Sony Michelle working out for you? He's guys? working up okay. He's like st- he's like the running back too. He comes in for like you know like five to ten carries a game. He's more like the power guy, and uh, Daryl Henderson's yeah. more like the one cut and run sort of guy. Um, he's kind of uh, and he catches some passes occasionally. He doesn't have as good of like pass catching ability as like DeAndre uh, Swift or anything, but he's kind of like uh, he pl- kind of plays the Jamal Williams role in the Rams offense, where uh, uh Sony Michelle plays a J- the Jamal Williams role, where he comes in for like the power rushes and things like that so okay all right kid jay uh so we need to wrap up this now but before we do of course we need to get your prediction for this game uh, wait the is he gonna sing the fight song no you gotta sing oh yeah fight sorry song. yeah can yes thank you thank you bob thank you do they have uh, a fight song yeah i don't think kid, i don't yeah, think they yeah. have a fight song no i don't think the rams have a yeah. fight song. uh this, see this is what i'm talking about la yeah. i mean what? you don't even have a fight song what kind of football team is this <laughs> that you're rooting that? for maybe 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 the lyrics the music and lyrics are lost and lost in the movie in the way back from it's just LA the usc fight and... song they just copied it <laughs> wow i mean you it's in the entertainment capital of america in la and they can't even come up with a song i mean what i know it's ridiculous yeah right It'd be a great music yes. video great maybe job. i should write one you should <laughs> see my yes. my twin my twin brother and i here uh we we went on different paths at a young age because he was dropped on his head as a child and ever <laughs> since then we've diverted in completely different directions um jo- justin's been downhill since then especially as you know choosing to, ever since he chose your rams fandom but uh Anyways, let's get to your prediction, Kid Jay. I think the uh, the Rams will win. Um, I think they'll win thirty to ten. Oh, whoa! Oh, yeah. holy oh. cow! And we get the seven on a pick 30, six, 10? right? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, it'll if if, if, <laughs> if it makes you feel better, Connor. Um, it does. All right, but I so S- Stafford's not getting four touchdown passes on us with that score. So I that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Four touchdowns and a safety. Four touchdowns. Because Johnny, Johnny Hacker's going to pin him deep, and then Jerry Goff's going to take a, a safety in the end zone, you know? No, no. No, come on, That's man. That's a terrible, terrible prediction. Well, you can take your fight uh, song, less team, um, and then I guess, you know, go go do whatever you want on Sunday. Uh, but, you know, we do thank you, Kid J, uh, for producing this podcast and also uh, willing to enter the lion's done appreciate it uh and i guess uh you know we'll be talking or not talking we'll see how sunday yeah. goes <laughs> thanks kid jay thank you thanks. so much for coming on thanks for having me all right gentlemen uh so th- again thanks to kid jay he he produced the podcast and does a great job um on here so in all, in all you know <laughs> in all fairness uh, so it's hard to get truly you know outright yeah. angry at him <laughs> but uh and and you know now that he's gone we can we talk smack about him because he's still producing this thing and, well he's gonna uh, listen to all this he, he was he was insane you know with all those takes 30 to 10 i mean what, 30 to 10 what, yeah. what he's safety? Not drinking... come on come on <laughs> you think when he you know edits every episode of this he'd be drinking the kool-aid a little yeah. more and i know we gotta I mean, slip it into his drink a little bit a little bit of time well this is our time connor now to convince him um, and our, our you know our listeners and the general NFL public, why in our predictions, uh, the Lions might win. So yes. Connor, you promised I... that you convince everybody. So I want like uh, you know your 
you're trying to get into Harvard and you need to convince right. the entry folks. I just want to say you're going to win. This needs to be your best piece of work. I just want to say that uh, one of our listeners, Jillian, she's a huge fan, big supporter. I promised her directly that I was going to convince her that the Lions would beat the Rams this week. And let me explain why it's going to happen. All right. No mental gymnastics. Uh, this is all confidence. This is all confidence. Um, Jared Goff, reason number one, revenge game. He hates McVay. We all hate McVay, right? McVay's an asshole. I think this is the game he finally decides to get that <laughs> swagger back from week one with the Niners. And he starts throwing downfield a little bit. You find Hawk, find him on Russ St. Brown. I think he throws for four touchdown passes. I think he rushes one in himself. And I think DeAndre Swift's going to rush for two more. I think this is the game wow. that the offense just explodes. I don't even know how many touchdowns I just predicted. What was that, eight? Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, let's walk back one of those DeAndre Swift touchdowns. Let's say <laughs> <laughs> let's say uh, seven touchdowns uh, total, and I think Stafford's going to put on a show. Um, but I think we're going to do just enough to come out with this victory. It's gonna be forty nine wow. to forty six. Wow! Holy cow! Jesus! This is like that Rams cheap game a couple years. It's gonna ago. I, I, right on Monday night. I, yeah. I think that would be yeah. Scorigami too. Um, our defense is gonna do just enough to stop Stafford. Literally, I mean, it, yeah, like force a field goal on one drive. Pretty much, like, that'd be just enough. <laughs> wow! All right, Bob. Are you, right. are, you, are you are you predicting 100 points in this game or what? I, I, I am not predicting 100 points in this game. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Stafford's coming back. Uh, it's not in Detroit, but he's, he's playing his old team. And these guys all know him. They practiced against him. They know his every, his every move, his every thought. So they'll be one step ahead of him, our defense. You know, we're going we're gonna to get in there and get after him, slow him down. I'm sure he'll get his yards because he's a good quarterback. But, uh Lions will slow him down, and I think Goff, the revenge game. And uh, he was talking today at his press conference about, hey, maybe we'll run the ball more this time. Like, okay, that's a good idea. He, he didn't see Yeah, that'd be a great but, idea, wouldn't it? <laughs> but uh, I think the revenge game will uh, feed into him. I mean, he is a uh, number, one, number one draft pick, so the guy's got some some moxie. So I I think this is the week he steps up. It's like like Patricia against the Patriots. You know, he's got the one game in him. I think, right. Uh, the Guffs, this is going to be his game where he's going to light it up. Throw, uh, He's going to throw four touchdown passes. Lions are going to win 34-20. Woo, there you go. man. A lot of points being put up on the board by uh, you guys uh, and yeah. your, in your predictions. That's what we're here for. I love it. Got to drink some Kool-Aid. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to predict this one down to the wire. I think Matt Stafford has one of those classic, like, what kind of, what what kind of pick was this? Like every once in a while, Stafford and the Lions would have like a throw that just made you get really frustrated. I think he has one of those in this game, um, just to kind of remind us of the full Matt Stafford experience that we had. <laughs> um, and that it's going to be twenty seven to twenty six. Wow! Be down to the wire. Yeah, it's going to be a one point victory. It's going to take everything. A lot. It's going to take a perfect game defensively and offensively. But I do think we can get enough done here, especially in the running game. Uh, where I think Jamal Williams and Swift each pick up a touchdown. Swift, I'm not sure if it's rushing or uh, receiving, but Williams will be on the ground for sure. But 27-26, we've all predicted a Lions victory. We've Whoa. convinced America. We did we've it. We've convinced America. We've convinced Kid J, our producer. 
I'm sure we did. <laughs> um, all right. So that's going to wrap up the podcast here. Again, the Lions, 14.5-point underdogs. That game is at 3.05 Central, 4.05 Eastern um, in L.A. Uh, the over-under in that one's 51, by the way. So, uh, Bob and Connor. Smash the over. That's what you're, it's going to be part of my same game parlay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Take the over. Take the over. Um, then definitely go for that. Otherwise, uh, Twitter at Drinking Lions. Instagram at Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid. Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe. Please download. Please leave a review. We'd really, really appreciate it. And thanks again to our producer, Kid J, both for entering the Lions Den and for doing a great job producing the podcast. Other than that, gentlemen, listeners, we hope you have a great weekend. And last but not least, as always, go! Go! Go Lions! Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock! Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a Lions victory. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.